Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Tata Cancer Podcast. Hi everybody. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh my goodness. It's been it's been a time. Um in today's episode I am interviewing this is such a special episode for me. I don't know if I've mentioned it much on the podcast, but I've been somebody who's been singing my whole life. And it's always been very therapeutic for me and just something that I hold very near and dear to my heart. And Laís Scort is, she is, she is a sound priestess, a singer, songwriter, independent artist and producer based in Brazil. And she does this incredible work with people to... She has an amazing story. You'll hear about that in a second. But she, um, you know, she does a lot of stuff with music. Uh, she she works with ecstatic singing, automatic writing, dreams, shamanic journeys, deep experiences, and soul searching. And her music covers themes like resilience, grief, finding who we are in our path, rebirths, faith, and spiritual connection in this human experience. And she says healing is important and music heals. So she works one-on-one with people to help them get through hard times in their life and uh, with music and just to create, just get creative. And she was, she's such a beautiful person inside and out, uh, was a lovely person to talk to. And um, yeah, I decided to air this episode this week. I've been going through just a rough couple of weeks um you know this too shall pass but uh if you follow me on social media you know that I've been dealing with COVID and um yeah a lot of things were going on at once a little bit of health stuff a little bit of work stuff a little bit of heart stuff and uh it all culminated (laughs) this one big universal poopy pants that fell into my lap And I had to sit at home in my poopy pants. (laughs) Um, No, actually, uh, as you can probably tell, I feel like I went kind of insane. Um, I am doing better. I am testing negative now. Uh, I tested negative on day nine, thank goodness. But I have been isolating and uh, masking and... Tomorrow I'm going to test again and I'll be able to kind of just get back into the real world. But oh my gosh, there was so much sitting in my feelings happening these last couple weeks. And I know that, excuse me, I know that I talk a lot about the importance in sitting in their feelings and I really got a big, big taste of my own medicine. (laughs) And, you know, ultimately it's good, but. It was really hard, and um, it's still a little bit hard. I'm still not 100%. I'm still nursing back the various parts of myself, and, uh, you know, everything's going to be all right, but uh, yeah, it's been a tough couple weeks, so whoever is listening to the podcast, if you are going through whatever you're going through and and you're in a moment of struggle right now, I am sending you the biggest energetic hug. If you feel lonely 
or isolated for any reason, if you feel sad, disappointed, scared, unsure of your footing, this is me sending you so much love and letting you know that every moment is just a moment and the only constant is change. So you might be like, yeah, you can just shut up right now because that's how I felt (laughs) when I was reading and meditating and stuff and all this like, you know, self-love and just be in the moment. And I really wanted to give all that stuff bird, even though I knew it was right and I kept doing it. And now I feel a bit better. But hey, it's still a journey. So today's episode, let's talk about one of the ways that you can work through feelings, find resilience, process emotions with the beautiful and magical Laïs Squirt. You're going to love it. Hello and welcome to the Tata Cancer Podcast, where we will discuss the physical and mental elements of healing from a breast cancer diagnosis. My name is Junie Boucher. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner and a breast cancer survivor. When you're diagnosed with breast cancer, you're forced to make life-changing decisions with so much information that's really hard to sift through. My intention is to help provide you with the information you need to make a decision that's going to align your body, mind, and heart so that you can live your best life going forward. I'm going to be your new breast friend. Okay, let's do this. The information contained in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be considered medical advice. Please always consult with your doctor for any of your medical needs. So today I am welcoming Lais Scort. She is a sound priestess and soul seer. What an amazing way to introduce yourself. I love that. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I, I have a, a coach that tells that we need to embrace what we are or what we want to be. Mm-hmm. And I am an artist and I also hold ceremonies. I hold space for people. And that this is truly a path of, of priestesshood. In my case, there's sound. It's creating this space and creating ceremony, creating the sacred within this mundane. And I like to think that I'm creating a piece of heaven on earth. Oh, wow. That's so beautiful. I love that. And just um, for the listeners, uh, Laís is, is from Brazil. So you are my first international guest. So I'm so excited about that. But uh, yeah, we are Zooming. And so you have an incredible story. And I would love for you, you know, you're not actually a breast cancer survivor, which, you know, obviously I'm happy <laughs> that you're not, but I thought your story was really powerful and could really be a profound thing for the listeners of this podcast to hear. So would you tell us a little bit about your story and how you came to this work? Sure. So I, uh, I'm not a breast cancer survivor, like I said, uh, I am a spinal cord injury survivor. Uh, I broke my neck when I was 18, plus 2008. And I was just finishing the first year of college. And I dive in a pool, 
um, and broke my neck there. And after that, I actually thought I had broken my arms because this was where the pain was. But after long time in the hospital uh, and a surgery, I got to know that uh, it wasn't something that was like just uh, temporary. Mm -hmm. And I was actually going to have to uh, relearn to do a lot of things because I become quadriplegic. And mm -hmm. for those who, who don't know, I think most people know, but uh, that means that not only I couldn't walk, but I can't use my fingers properly the same way. I didn't have the balance on my uh, on my back, uh, even to hold myself seated in the beginning. So it was really relearning how to live yeah. without that I that I had before. I can only imagine. And were you a musician before the injury? Yes, I started playing uh, the piano when I was seven, the guitar, I think it was 10 or 11, something around that. Uh, I always loved making music, but I, I, when I wrote music, I always thought that it wasn't good enough. I didn't have something uh, important enough to say or didn't uh, sound the right way. Uh, back then, I was already writing some music in English because I felt more comfortable writing in English. I don't know why. Uh, maybe a little bit was because I knew that most people in my home, at least, weren't understanding what I was saying. So it's like a, a safe uh, space to to put my emotions on paper as well. Uh, oh, so because people didn't speak English, it felt, yeah. oh, wow. It was kind of like your secret language. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> um, and at that time, it was just for me because it, I, I wouldn't share any of that. Uh, but after the accident, I couldn't and I couldn't play instruments at first. I couldn't sing. I didn't have enough breath uh, mm. after the accident to sing. Uh, so I, if I sang, I would get a little bit dizzy. Oh, wow. And, so I actually wanted even more, uh, but I didn't get back to it. it. It was 11 years that I didn't got back to making music. I did sing some songs that I, that I liked just because it helped me my, mm -hmm. my own journey. But uh, yeah, it took me a long time to get back to making music. How long do you think it took? 11 years. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry. I'm so sorry if I missed yeah. that. Yeah. And, and so you, and what, tell us a little bit about what you do now, because you, you kind of walk people through this, their own challenge. Yeah. A lot of my clients, uh, actually even been told that they couldn't sing, uh, or that their voice wasn't good. Uh, or they sometimes people really and this is was me as well sometimes the thing that we want the most we put so, so much pressure in it that we think oh no i'm not gonna even go after this because failing in the thing that we want the most hurts so much mm, yes so there's a lot of people who really always wanted to write a song or to to sing and just like 
for themselves sometimes just to prove to yourself that you can uh, or to express something that you have Um, and that gets tucked down because creativity is not something that is encouraged in Mm -hmm. our society and yet expression is so needed even to avoid so much of the the pain that we that we we have because i truly believe that a lot of the suffering that we have and even disease sometimes comes from tucking down all these emotions that we could express through creativity i i couldn't agree more i i talk a lot on the podcast about the fact that i'm in a course right now for basically the emotional roots of cancer and part of that is repression uh, a lot of, of of anger and repressed anger i think ultimately is also you know kind of turns into depression so repressed depression um but as you know one of the reason why why you resonated with me so much and i wanted to bring you on is because i i'm a lifelong singer as well and i just it's such a gift and it's such a wonderful tool of expression. And I feel so lucky that I've been singing all my life and it feels like such a magical thing to do. I mean, it, you know, you're making music from your own body. (laughs) And I know so many people in my life who are like, why I wish I was a singer. And it's like, well, anybody is a singer. You just have to kind of find your, your voice. And yeah, some people are a little bit more, maybe have a little bit more natural ability in terms of carrying a tune, but singing is so much more than carrying a tune. You know, I'm sure you would agree with that. (laughs) 100%. And especially when we think of singing as expression more than performance, because express expression comes before performance how many times i'm gonna talk everyone saw these talent shows for example mm-hmm. how many times the person is singing perfectly but you can't connect because there's no emotion under that yes totally we we, we connect when there is the expression and for us it it's the joy that of singing is the transmuting something that's painful sometimes Mm -hmm. or just connecting through that uh, having fun with that Mm -hmm. whatever it is uh, it's not about oh i need to hit the perfect note Uh, even because even if you're going to record everyone tunes the vocals any uh, production any producer will tune the vocals oh really like in the professional world the, the the best singers every producer will tune the vocals. So it's more about what you're putting in that than it's about hitting every note every time. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I I've definitely experienced that, like listening to vocalists, um, who were technically incredible, but yeah, just, it just didn't hit. Um, and I've even had that told to me and like with, from my voice teachers of like, stop thinking about singing this perfectly, just like you need to feel it more. And I always, yeah, that, that's something I I played with a lot in my own stuff. And so when you, so you take a client through like, what do you specifically do? So someone comes to you, let's say it's a breast cancer patient. Um, she's, you know, dealing with a lot of fear and anger and, um, overwhelm you know, what, 
how can you specifically help them with your work? There are many ways. So for some people, I start with a sound journey. Uh, a sound journey is, uh, for those of you who know uh, shamanic journeys, it's actually a, a kind of like a shamanic journey, but instead of me journaling for the person, I create a journey for the person to go in and mm. I'm singing for them. I'm giving cues of where we're going. It's an, working in the imaginal realm. And when we come back from that, we sing from what you experience. Uh, and it's really just expression. It can be sound, it can be lyrics. You, usually people come with lyrics, but uh, sometimes it's just sound that needs to come out. Uh, so this is just expression. Uh, I do a lot of voice play as, as well, where we're just sing. I, I, of course, I'm, I have a process mm -hmm. with breath work and so on for us to mm -hmm. get space um but we do a lot of voice play where i'm singing a little bit and the person is responding and we go back and forth with uh talking through singing mm. uh, but when they're ready to record something uh then we go through taking from the story that is painful or the lesson that wants to be anchored and i help them put this into lyrics to write a song. And once the lyrics are done, we go through the process of recording when they're ready as well. Oh my gosh, that made, that just gave me chills. That's such a beautiful, what a beautiful offering. I mean, how, I, I feel like there's, people are used to things like acupuncture or massage or even, you know, even a sound bath, but to actually take your own words you know, cause I'm really big into journaling to get through trauma, but to add that extra layer, which is so, so almost on a subconscious level, when you get into the creative realm to, to put melody and, you know, the poetry of lyrics, that's so beautiful. I love that. <laughs> I, love that so much. I love that you brought that because yeah, the sound bath is awesome. I, I love sound baths. I love mm -hmm. the gong. I love the uh, crystal bowls, all those things. Uh, the thing is, the human voice is the most healing thing. Mm. And more than the human voice, your own voice has a thousand times more power than any other voice. So when even when you think, oh, but I'm not a singer, when you record a song in your voice and you have that to be your anchor coming back to your power. It's so much more powerful than listening to someone else. And even if you have a song that you love, that is not yours, you singing that song, it's more powerful than just listening to it. Wow. Yes, that is so true. That is so true. Yeah. Cause when you're singing your own, when, even when you're singing your favorite song, yeah, there's something that really connects for you. And, um, so if they, so let's say like somebody was working with you and they wanted to record something, can you record that remotely? Like if someone was in the States, you can do it. Okay. And, yeah. uh, usually I do recommend a few microphones. It can be done even with the microphone of a headphone. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not ideal, but it, mm -hmm. it can be done. Mm -hmm. We always find a, a way to make yes. it work. And in just, I mean, 
I don't share the video, but you have an incredible studio here. I see behind you. What are, is that? Do you, what instruments? It looks like you have a bunch of instruments. Yeah, and- I have a Shruti box, uh, which is that one in there. It sounds like a harmonium, uh, mm-hmm. but it's just one scale. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, this is a looper. Basically, what all it does is looping sounds so I can put my vocals and record a bunch of harmonies in here. I can uh, loop a piano if I want or any other sound. Um, I have a little MIDI keyboard in here as well and um, some other little gears that are basically just MIDI based. That's so cool. You and I was listening to your music on SoundCloud. Do you play all those instruments? That's the thing with MIDI. Uh, so MIDI is a way for you to play any instrument that is in a library of instruments with a keyboard. So I, all I need to know know is how to play the keyboard. Uh, and even though my fingers still don't work fully, I can adjust things. So if I know what I want to play, I, I can play the bass note and put the other chords and so on as as I go, because it would be easier to just play the keyboard, but I, since I can't, uh, for physical limitations, I found another way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it sounds, it sounds incredible. I, I've, I forgot about that with MIDI. I haven't, you know, recorded anything in a long time, but that is really, really neat. So, um, is really good by the way. Oh, uh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. The songs I sent you are really just my like silly for personal projects. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. <laughs> I do love, I do love to sing and, and play around when I learned, uh, you can, you can kind of learn anything on YouTube. I picked up the ukulele several years ago and I was, I just like watched a bunch of YouTube videos and, um, and then I just started writing silly songs and, and doing little covers and stuff, but I've been in bands and, you know, singing has been a part of my life for a long time. Um, so you have prepared an exercise for us. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> um, let's do this. Guide us through this if you're okay. ready. So what Laïs is doing right now is she's preparing her instrumentation and you can pause the episode so that you can... Prepare yourself to participate in this exercise. So it's going to be a singing exercise. She's going to walk us through it, but I would recommend being somewhere that you have a little bit of privacy so you can participate and just go along for the ride. So I'm going to just explain the exercise first. What we're going to do is, for anyone listening, put your hand over your heart or you can put a hand over your heart and a hand over your belly and just breathe deeply and I'm going to play a little loop here and we're going to I'm going to explain and breathe deeply Connecting with your body. And 
find a place where there's something that is heavy, it might be the cancer, it might be another disease, it might be something that it's feeling not ideal, it's feeling separate from you. And what you want to do is start singing sounds or words talking to that talking to the cancer talking to the disease or talking to the part of you that's ready to heal that is fighting
hope that helps. Yes, that was so lovely. I, I muted myself because I wanted people to be able to, um, kind of do their own thing without having to hear what I was doing, but I was singing along. That was so ethereal and magical. Your voice is really angelic and lovely. And I just love what you're doing. Where can people, so if people want to work with you or find you or listen to more of your music, where can they find you? They can find me uh, on Laiscard com or yourcaptivatingbrand.com uh, it will just take people to different parts of my website um, or they can search for Lace Court in any platform that they listen to music Spotify, Apple Music anywhere if they want to listen to the music and on my website I do have uh, singing to, through the chakras um, exercise that can also help finding a way to connect true sound with the different parts of our body. Kind of like what we did now, but um, without connecting specifically with one thing, sometimes we have energy stuck in different parts and um, singing can help feel like, okay, here's the stuckness. Now I can work with that. Yes. No, that is so great. That is so incredible. Um, well, I, and I will link everything in the show notes, but thank you so much for being here and for, uh, you know, coming in from Brazil. And, uh, I know it's evening where you are right now, but I just love what you're doing. And I think it's, it's a really beautiful contribution to the world of healing and art. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Oh, and one more thing. If they want mm -hmm. to connect with me on Instagram, it's LazyScart mm -hmm. as well. And DM me. I love connecting every time. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to stop the recording. And there you have it. Isn't she magical? I feel like she is so magical. And if you see her face, if you follow her on most, um, on instant Instagram or uh, social media or anything, or you watch her videos, I mean, she's just a very beautiful woman period and uh, I really enjoyed this episode and listening to it back right now listening to this interview has brought me a lot of peace and joy and I hope it's brought you peace and joy and uh yeah, what else is going on? Uh, any announcements? Really, just if you are in looking for free resources uh, from Laís or myself, I did. I do have all the information on her in the show notes for her freebies, for her website, how to work with her, how to listen to her music. If you just want to check out her music, how to connect with her. Um, so go check that out. And also, if you want to connect with me, of course, you're welcome to email me, Junie at JunieBewell.com or go to my website, JunieBewell.com. I am still taking one-on-one -on -one nutritional therapy clients uh, for mainly breast cancer support or libido hormonal support. And feel free to access any of my free resources on my website under JunieBewell.com forward slash freebies. You have the breast cancer grounding kit, which is helpful if you are dealing with the beginning stages of breast cancer, you're feeling really overwhelmed. Or if you have uh, the tamoxifen facts and feelings workbook is also very popular. If you are struggling with tamoxifen and you want to know how to talk to your doctor about it and kind of work through some of your own feelings, decide what is best for you. And lastly, the 
um, self-love dance party playlist. That is always a good one. I literally just listened to that when I was in my little pod of negativity and it helps. It really does get you out of your funk. At least it did for me. So stay tuned for another episode. And please, 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 if you are enjoying the podcast, please write a review and rate the podcast. It really, really helps. Um, And I am so grateful to you for that. If you have ideas for an episode, reach out to me on Instagram at JunieBewell or via email, Junie at JunieBewell.com. Okay, guys and gals, I uh, hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And uh, as always, I'm wishing you well.